Hi everyone, today is a great day because I have Teresa here, um, who is the owner of the firm. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm Teresa, I own the Fern in Royal Oak. We opened August 20th of 2020, so a little under four months for us. We're a tea cafe um, where we serve hot and cold teas and we're always bringing new things to the menu. We're a steady spot, we have free Wi-Fi and just nice and calming vibes. You all can't see the video, but Teresa's background is so gorgeous right now. She's sitting in a fern. <laughs> And um, it is such a cute and aesthetic place. Their tea is amazing. Um, Teresa and I actually met because uh, I did a Hot Girl Walk Detroit event at the Fern earlier this fall. And that was just such an amazing event. And I really um, just loved what Teresa was doing at the Fern. So I thought she would be the perfect first guest for the podcast, our first guest since I did the podcast in like 2021. So it's been a while, but we're so excited to have you here, Teresa. I really want to know just how you came up with the idea for the Fern and what really inspired you. Yeah. So I'm Middle Eastern. I'm Iranian American and we grew up drinking hot tea, like for anything in your life. Like you have a cold, you drink hot tea, like you had a bad day, go home and drink some hot tea. Or like you had a good day, go home and drink some hot tea. Like tea was a huge part of my culture. And especially in college, you know, being, I went to Oklahoma State University and just being in that space where like no one really tells you what to do. I started mixing things in with my tea. And so it kind of just formed into this business and my dad's diabetic, so I wanted to create something that he could also drink. So all of our cold teas are sugar-free, and we sweeten them with stevia. So that's kind of how I came into it. It was kind of just like a happy accident. Do you have a favorite tea? Yes. I currently, right now, I'm in love with the Fern Mimosa. It's so good. Like our cold tea favorite. And then probably hot tea our almond jasmine green tea with saffron honey is to die for. It's so good. I know a few girls who had that one on the walk and they were like, this is amazing. I can't remember the one I had, but it was so delicious too. And I just thought it was so cool how many different teas, because I am a tea fanatic a little bit, but like, I don't know enough about tea. Like I have my loose leaf teas now and they're just all very simple. Like I have a green tea, I have a white tea, I have uh, chamomile and mint, and that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge. So if you could name a tea that you think is like really amazing just overall for maybe health and wellness purposes, what what's your like favorite tea in that regard? Like our go-to, um, anytime someone comes in and they say that they're, they feel like they're coming down with a cold or... It kind of just depends. Like if you feel like you're getting sick or if you want more energy, um, anything with oolong tea in it is great for your immune system. So if you ever see that ingredient in your tea, um, I mean, I'm not a health professional by any means, but oolong tea is great for your immune system. Um, anything with like, like chamomile or things like that would just be really great just to keep you in like good health if you're like really cautious about it. But if you need more energy, like anything with green tea, that's why I love the almond jasmine green tea because I'm constantly on the move. And if I want something warm with a little bit of energy, 
um, I definitely resort to some type of green tea. I love that tip about oolong tea, especially in the winter months where everybody just seems to start getting sick and everything. So that's a great tip, guys, if you want to go to the fern and get an oolong tea. tea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, so a little bit more about like your journey in entrepreneurship. What's been the hardest thing for you opening a store and taking that big leap? The biggest thing is being a young woman in business. I think that a lot of times where you underestimate us as women in business, just because at the time I was 24, I'm 25 now, but at the time, like looking for spaces to lease out for the fern, um, sometimes I would just get a no because they like didn't see the same vision or they didn't agree. Um, I feel like that's the hardest part and just making decisions. Everything is a risk and business is risk and you have to be willing to really trust in yourself and what your vision is for your business, but also like you have to put some humanity back into your business. I think it's really easy to be very money hungry. And for us, I think it works out because I care about people more than I do about making money. And I think that if you ever wanted to open up your own business, whether it's like a cafe like The Fern or a boutique or even like an online store, I say just go for it because the worst thing that can happen is that it fails and then you do something different. So, you know, just really trust and believe in yourself. Like, so like have your family supporting you, have people around you and make sure you do some research before you get into it. Yeah. I love what you said. I mean, doing research obviously is so key, but also just kind of going for it. I don't think enough people in life just kind of race towards their dreams. And and I see a lot of people in their 20s like us have dreams and then they kind of abandon them around this age because they get stuck in the nine to five job or they get stuck just thinking that it's not possible and they just abandon it. And it's so difficult to watch for me um, because although I haven't started a business yet, I would still like to. I've been surrounded by entrepreneurs my whole life. It's amazing that you're so young and have opened a business. Yeah. I mean, I was working at a mortgage group as um, a director of marketing and advertising and I left and I was like, there's no way I'm going back to this. Like, I want to do my own thing. My ideas are great. Like I'm organized. I have the drive to do it. I'm never going to be this young again and have these dreams. Like who knows in five years, like I don't want to look back and be in a nine to five and maybe the nine to five is your dream, but I, it wasn't mine. And I never wanted to look back and, and ask myself like, Oh, what if I did that? And I think that if you get over that fear, then really anything is possible. As long as you're willing to work hard and put in the hours, like you could really do anything. I love how self-confident you sounded when you said that. Like I knew what I wanted and I went for it and I know I'm smart. I know I'm capable. What do you attribute that to? Probably like my parents, like my mom, um, both my parents didn't go to college. So everything that they've done, all the success that they've earned in their lives has been about this you know, work hard mentality of put your head down, do the work and everything will come to you. You just have to be willing 
you can have these dreams, but you need to be able to put in the effort. And really, it's just my parents. And through this entire thing, I mean, when we did our first festival, we did Taco Fest like a couple months before we opened, probably like a month before we opened. And that was our first debut into the community. My parents helped me run this festival. There was like over 60,000 people there and it was just three of us in wow. like a 10 by 10 tent and oh my, my parents were busting their butts. And I think that's when they fully saw the vision. And even before then, they're very supportive. But I think you know, I'm the first entrepreneur. I'm the first one in the family to take a leap like this. And I think once they saw the, the the teensy bit of success that was there, they were like, okay, let's do it. So they're very hands-on um, and I'm super grateful for them. They're awesome. That's incredible. It's always so nice to have that supportive, um, whether it's family or friends, just a supportive community behind you to, to cheer you on. I love that. So how did you find the location for the fern? Like, how does that whole process work? Did you always have your eyes set on Royal Oak? I was actually looking in Ferndale, which is actually where the name Fern came from. And okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so it was really like the Fern in Ferndale. And I was like super excited about it. I love Ferndale. I love how diverse and inclusive the community is. And for the longest time, I was like, I want Ferndale. And I went to go sign for a place in Ferndale and I just had a bad feeling. I wasn't really digging the owners of the building. I had really weird vibes and I ended up not signing. Like I went and I was like, I'm sorry, like I'm not signing this lease today. Like best of luck, see ya. And um, it probably took me another four or five months of just searching to find anywhere. I, I was very particular of what I wanted. And um, I looked on Craigslist, like I was so desperate. I looked on Craigslist out of like just pure desperation. And I found this place, like I found wow. our location on Craigslist. And it was like too good to be true. Like we have a garage door, we have like over 2000 square feet, the bar is already here. And it's like, a couple blocks from downtown and it's like half the price of what downtown prices were. And I was like, there's no way. And I viewed it like within the week and I had my, my commercial agent jump on it. I was like, I want this space. It's mine. No one's taking it from me. And come to find out that they didn't lease. I mean, they didn't list this space on any other website except for Craigslist. And I thought that was so bizarre because like Craigslist is kind of creepy. Like there's always weird stuff on there. And I was just shocked that we were able to find it. And it took a long time to negotiate in, but that's just part of the process. You have to kind of like grin with it and go and just trust the process. And we finally got it. That's yeah. incredible. What a cool story. Just yeah. like... <laughs> Can do on Craigslist, like out of all places imaginable. But yeah, and I love Royal Oak. Um, I think it happened for a reason, and I'm so thankful for that. I think like the universe was really guiding me, and I ended up like the fern. The name was already like in my head, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just keep it because it's kind of different. It's kind of weird, and maybe people will remember us. Like, who's this lady that named her business after a plant? Like, you know. <laughs> And you have like a ton of plants in the store. So it does make sense. So what are your dreams for the fern within the next year? 
I almost have to like cut them down in half because I'm constantly going and constantly thinking of different things. But um, for the next year, like I just want this to be a community spot for everyone. Anyone and everyone is welcome. Um, I want this to be a study spot. I want this to be like where you take a first date and it's not awkward. I want this to be like where someone wants to host like a baby shower or like a a bridal shower or whatever it may be, you know, we're really open to anything. And the most important part to me is working with other women owned businesses within like the local area. Um, I really truly believe that when we all work together, we win. I don't think success is linear. I think that, you know, it, it really does take a village. And if you try to do it by yourself, it's going to be a very lonely road. So I like to help others. You know, I've, I've, I'm a small business myself. I've only been open for maybe four months, but you know, I try to network and connect as much as possible. And yeah, that's like my goal for the next year is just to be, you know, kind of a resource for other businesses to come to, or a resource for other women or men. Like I don't care um, to say like, hey, I want to open up my business. Like, do you, do you want to sit down? Like, let's talk. Can you give me some advice? Like, I would love to be that resource for people. I love that. I love that you're so open to sharing too, because I feel like for so long, it seems like, especially entrepreneurship, people look at it as such a lonely road, but it doesn't have to be. And I think that comes down to so many different things in life. Like I was doing coaching for a while. I was helping women heal. And a lot of people think you have to like heal in silence or do the work and and not talk to anybody for like three months and just yeah. do it all by yourself, right? And I think that's such a misconception about like literally everything in life where it's like, we need people, we need community. And I think like you said, like you want the fern to just be a space for that, a space for community, a space for people to come and hang out and work or whatever they want to be doing at the fern. And you have so many cool events that you've been doing at the Fern too, right? Yeah, it's it's amazing. It it helps bring, you know, the community vibe into the space. And, you know, and that's why like I jumped on working with Hot Girl Walks because I was like, this is perfect. Like I love I love women. Like women are so powerful and, you know, I already knew that you were going to blow up and I was I was literally in the process of messaging you and you messaged me first and I was like thank god you said it something. Fate. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, we do a bunch of events. I'm always open um to doing stuff like that. I love the community. Yeah, and quick plug for everybody listening. If you're in the Detroit area, we are going to have a movie night at the Fern soon. It's going to be on December 28th. So if you're interested, you can check the Geneva group for Hot Girl Walk Detroit for more info. And we're going to have an event um, posted for that. So I'm so excited. Um, I don't know what the movie's going to be yet because I think the poll like literally closes tonight. But it looked like Clueless was winning so far. So oh, I'm excited. <laughs> what are some personal goals you have for 2023? Oh, that is so hard. One, I think it's important to note that when you open up your own business, like your personal life, um, even though you don't mean for it to like kind of go away, it does. 
And there's been so many times where I have to like cancel plans with friends because I just want to sleep. Like I'm so tired all the time and I feel so bad. I think like personal goals is I think I want to just like go out more. Like I want to be 25. I want to be able to like go out with friends and do more things. But um, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of personal goals. They're all like, I totally get that. They're all like <laughs> interwrapped with like the fern. And I guess like my personal goals are to, oh, I applied for 40 under 40 for Oakland County. So personal goal, Amazing. I would love to be uh, granted that certificate. Like I would love to win that achievement. So I guess that's my personal goal, but it's also intertwined with business. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's definitely a personal goal though too. I think that'd be such a cool achievement to have. Yeah. So I guess on the same note, how do you find that balance or how are you, how are you learning to find that balance maybe? Yeah. So, you know, like in the beginning, um, my hours, you know, it's, it's all kind of like you, you test run it and with our hours. So in the beginning I was open from like 8 a.m., until like 4 or 5 p.m. And I drive from Clarkston. So I drive about like 35, 40 minutes to get to Royal Oak. And it was just like killing my mental health. So I ended up changing the hours. Um, we're open from 10 to 6 now and we're closed on Mondays. And so that was kind of like I had to put that in there. One, because businesses in Royal Oak are usually closed on Mondays. And I'm very thankful for this like societal norm that Royal Oak has claimed. And uh, Mondays are like days that I can for sure plan things with friends. Like today, like I could totally do this. Monday's my day off. I have nothing else to worry about. Um and just recently, me and a couple of my girlfriends decided, like, Sunday nights, like, we're we're hanging out. We're doing a movie night. This is our thing, our ever-going thing. So we always get to see each other every week. And, you know, it's hard to find the balance. But once you get into routine, you kind of can see where your timeline kind of coincides with each other. You can see, you know, okay, maybe I can't do this tonight because I'm just going to be too tired. I'm working, like, 80 hours this week. Like I can't, I need to sleep in. So it's, it's kind of a give and take you. I, I think the best advice I can give is, is don't push yourself because you'll burn out too quickly. You need to really, it's a slow race. You need to prepare yourself and you need to have your priorities straight. There's plenty of things that I wanted to go to and attend and go to wings games with my friends and go out. But it's like, I have to open in the morning I have to drive. Like, I'm so tired. I have an event. I have a meeting. I have an interview. Like, you know, there's just so, so many things that can pile up quickly. And I think if you find friends that understand, it'll be a lot easier. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like entrepreneurship is so glamorized but behind all of that, you know, oh, I own a business. That's so cool. Like there's so much hard work that goes into it. And there's so many like hours, like you said, you're putting in like 80 hours a week, like you're there from open to close, like you're constantly around people. So that has to like drain your energy too a little bit. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's hard work, but I love it. Like I really could not see myself 
doing anything else. Like I was miserable when I was like, I love marketing. I love advertising, but like, I want to do it for myself. And like, I want to reap the benefits from it. Like I want to be able to make, to call the shots. It's hard and it can be exhausting, but it's also the most fun I've ever had, like in a career ever in my life. So on a closing note, um, if you could tell your, um, if you could tell your childhood self one thing, what would you tell her? Um, it all works out in the end. You know, uncomfortability is temporary. So keep going. Um, but yeah. And you know what, Jill? Like, you are an entrepreneur. You are. Because you did, like, Hot Girl Walks Detroit. You're constantly planning events. You have a podcast. Like, you do personal training, like you are an entrepreneur just because you don't have a retail space or whatever it may be. Like you have this entrepreneur like spirit in you and something is going to stick. And I really think it might be this podcast. Maybe thank you, Teresa. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I, you are welcome back anytime if you want to talk about anything else in the future. Um, but we are also, again, just to plug that event, we are also so excited for the movie night. Yes. And you can follow The Fern. We're just on Instagram. It's at the Fern underscore Royal Oak. Um, we have free Wi-Fi. We have student discounts. You tag us, you get discounts. We have a bunch of stuff going on. And if you haven't joined Hot Girl Walks Detroit yet, like you're missing out. Totally. Thanks, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, we hope to see you all soon. And thank you, Teresa. I will also tag all those links down in the show notes, everybody. So you can find Teresa super, super easily and go visit the Fern. Thanks again, Teresa. See ya. Thanks. If you enjoyed this episode of the Hot and Unbothered podcast, please leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. See you guys next time.